0: Hey, this is Cash Flow, and you're listening to Live and in Color with
1: Wolfie D. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his time in the territories with PG-13, to his time in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits, and nothing will be held back. Thanks again for tuning in. Here he is, Wolfie D. Welcome, welcome, welcome once
2: again, ladies and gentlemen, to live and in color with Wolfie D and my man Jimmy across the street. What's up? Not much, brother. How you doing today? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, Did you watch any of uh, the pay-per-view payback?
1: I did not, man. I'm just I. I'll be honest. I kind of stick to the big four, you know. Almost yeah. the little ones. I don't always watch as much, unless there's a great match on it or something.
2: Yeah, I just heard about the girls' cage match being uh, the match of the night, and uh, so I, I did watch that one match, and that was it. It really was good. Trish, they you know, they I know you seen the pictures of her. Oh yeah. Interview. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah man dude I know exactly where it happened and she went old school man she was taking like a repetitive one two into the side of the cage and she was not blocking. she was ramming her head. I think she was trying to hard way herself. <laughs> I really do. Wow. But, yeah, I mean yeah. she was hitting that cage hard, man. That's that's where that came from. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good match and she did a really cool spot too. She uh, was sitting up on top of the cage I don't nobody's ever done that I've seen. Uh, she got her legs intertwined in the in the what do you call that? The truss, the truss at the top, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh but it, she didn't do it like real obvious. So then she took a bump backwards. and was like hanging upside down from the top of the cage, about to fall to the floor, which looked wow. pretty cool. But yeah, man. it was a good match, man. Uh, yeah, you might want to check it
1: out. So I will, I will the, definitely do that.
2: And they said it was her first cage match ever in her career. N- that's uh, nuts, man. It, I mean, she's been guess, around, you know. I'm pretty sure she didn't. I don't know. Was she an indie person or something? I don't. I don't recall. That. She, I was,
1: she was. She was a. Canadian, you know, she was a Canadian fitness model and then they picked her up in WWE right. in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s and, yeah. you know, but those girls weren't given the opportunities like they are today back right. then. You know, it was like bra and panties and stuff and, right. you know, mud mud matches and stuff. It was, it was, it's such a different world for women's wrestling now. I, I like that you talk about it a lot, man, because it tells me that, that, you know, women's wrestling has finally uh, arrived, you know, so... It,
2: Women's wrestling is so much better than it used to be, man. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I mean there's your pioneers, but man it's just they've they've stepped it up, you know, and, and some of, you know, some of them are really good, man. But I always think and this is just a kind of uh, observation of mine. Most girls stomp funny. It's like can yeah. you not Stomp like a dude uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's their center of gravity is different than ours you know yeah, that i don't I'll know man that's a good point that is a good point yeah but
2: uh, we got it we got the cash flow on the show today we're we're still rhyming y'all we got yeah. we had slash and trash and slash and now we got cash flow and,
1: uh, we'll <laughs> i don't see. even want to tell you what our idea for next week is so. yeah i know <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, uh, yeah. And we're going to talk about the new, uh, show that's dropping on Wednesday, the 13th. Is that correct, Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday, the 13th wrestlers on Netflix. And it is a documentary style show based on OVW. Um, so we're gonna ask him a little bit about that i'm anxious to see it of course i'm gonna watch stuff like that um just check it out and we talked with you know trash and flash whether some of us will be featured on there you know just a little or anything you know but right see man
1: yeah, I'm excited and I'm I'm appreciative to Al for giving us the opportunity to interview one yeah. of his guys. And I'm excited that it's cash flow because, man, I've known that guy from back in the day and happy to see he's still working. You know, it's awesome to see that. So very cool. Ten years ago, I think it was, I met him. And, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, anybody that's in the business still after 10 years when he'd already been in for several years before yeah. that you know it's it's cool man I, I i like i'm always appreciative of the guys that that can do it for so long you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no i'm sure brother i'm sure but uh, you yeah. know this i'm excited about this documentary man i really am yeah, so yeah let me Dude, I'm looking forward to it,
2: and I love like Netflix is one thing about them that I really like is they when they put a new show out they give you all the episodes. Man. Exactly, so like, I can't, I can't
1: see that Prime and
2: Paramount on Disney
1: Plus and yeah, like,
2: I can't uh uh-uh. I can't remember what I watched last week.
1: I know, <laughs> give it to me all, and I'm gonna binge it and. You're right. <laughs> yeah, and I because that's how I watch it, and yep. sometimes like on the Mandalorian or stuff. And, and so I'm not as good about the Mandalorian, but some of those shows I'll actually just wait till they're all out. Yeah, yeah and so then I'll I, just tear them down and stuff. And at that point, but you know the Mandalorian, I'm not good about waiting. I, just, I usually be, you Disney know,
2: makes me so mad that they own so much of my childhood, and then they act like they act. I'll just be straight with you. I lost the ESPN on my cable. Ugh. Oh man,
1: yeah. Yeah, home. what do you got? It's Spectrum crazy. or something? Is that what yeah. you have? Yeah, greedy, yeah. yeah. They, you know, but it's all those companies, dude. Right. We're all the time losing a channel on TV, and it's just different licensing agreements yeah. and stuff. They it's, stream their shit. It's like which billionaire gets up on the other billionaire, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, but
2: all right, enough politics. <laughs> 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 let's uh, take a break, and let's come back, and let's talk to cash flow.
1: Be right back.
3: Learn more at Marines.com.
2: Hey, folks, to get your official Live and in Color with Wolfie D merchandise, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash D. Check it out.
1: If you're listening to Live and in Color with Wolfie D on Apple Podcasts and like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a five-star rating. And while you're at it, write a review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you'd like to hear in the future. It's very important to us and always appreciated. Thanks again. All
2: right guys, we're back. And we've got cash flow now. I'm going to tell you something. This is a straight up shoot right here that I have I don't remember uh, cash flow. When when was the last time that I actually spoke to you or saw you? Do you remember? I, honestly, Wolfie, I I really don't remember. We um,
0: might have crossed past. We might have crossed past early two thousands on one of one of them little indie
2: shows out and about somewhere, dude. I, it's been a long yeah. time, Wolfie. Yeah, I know, man. It's good to have you on here. uh When I contacted Al, you. me and me and Jimmy, kind of to ourselves, were like, you know, because I said, hey, can you want to send somebody on to talk about the Netflix show and blah blah blah. But me and Jimmy already had in our heads, we were like. I hope he gives us cash flow and he <laughs> did <didn't>. and, uh, <laughs> I Al, Al's a
4: little
2: bit.
0: Al's a little bit giving in his older age. He'll, he'll be the first to tell you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Very nice.
1: Yeah. But it's we were cool, just man. both like good to to fingers. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, good to talk to you and everything. So tell me, I, you know, I, I don't keep up with a lot of current stuff. I, I see what I see on Facebook and, and social media yeah. stuff. Uh, and then if I see something that I think I need to watch, I'll go watch it. But uh, this is definitely going to be one of those things that I want to watch, but I didn't know that like that it was even going on, you know, I don't. So tell us about and tell the listeners how, how long they've been doing it. Did they just follow you guys around for a while? And was it K-faved on purpose or did everybody know? I
0: Um
2: it, it, it was pretty,
0: it was faved on purpose, but it, it's been a while. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if you know anything about like production and, and like Hollywood and that kind of thing, but like we, we did this thing. It was a couple of years ago, you know, it was a couple of yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. summers ago and you I know, mean. it was just, it was just one of them things that was thrown on the boys, you know, at, at, at OVW and you know, I, me personally, I, I jumped at it, you know. So, you know, when you're when you're in wrestling Wolfie, you know that that you know exposure is a big thing trying to get your stuff out there and yeah. you know I was like <laughs> I was like bring it on, you know. They want me, I'll yeah. give them me.
1: That's yeah. 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 You know, we had um, Al on a couple years ago and he actually brought it up off air but Wolfie probably just doesn't remember. Oh, I just yeah, probably he he, but it, he, right. he he was he didn't make sure, we were not recording at the time. I yeah. Damn yeah man, well,
0: right. I'm not going we could talk about, we can talk, you know, touch on it a little bit. You know, honestly, I don't remember a whole lot. I know they, they filmed a lot of stuff and how they're going to put that out there. The only thing I can say is it's pretty real and the people on there are pretty real. And, yeah. you know, you're just, just
2: going to have to watch it, man, is all I'm saying. So let me ask you this. Okay, so on the trailer... Uh I I've seen the trailer. I saw you. You're giving like a speech. So what what is your role in OVW now?
0: Um guys look up to me because of my tenure. Um mm-hmm. they look to me because of how long I've been around. They look to me for for guidance on, you know, how you're really supposed to act in in a locker room and how you're supposed to treat each other and mm-hmm. You know when you're when you're in when you're in a locker room full of guys, it's just it's much different when you're in a locker room full of guys that all have the same goal. Yeah. Okay. Right. And my 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 job my job is to help keep these guys kind of focused when they're in that locker room on the same goal, which is making OVW the best that it can possibly be. Which will in turn, and it's keeping them understanding that in turn OVW will be good to them. It will give them other opportunities. Right. And, and stuff like that. So you know, I, I kind of I'm like a senior. I'm like a senior statesman. You know, I got a lot of respect in there, <laughs> or at least I think I do. To my face, oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure. You know, yeah. how, you know how yeah. <laughs> you know how wrestling is. You know, they can smile at you and then want to yeah, put your yeah. foot off in your ass when you turn yeah. around. But you know, and you on also the surface, a coach, you know, that's a,
4: right?
0: Do you're what? a coach and trainer as well. Yes, I am a teacher. I do teach the the beginning class for the OVW Academy with Al Snow. Um, you know, I, I was grateful for Al to approach me, you know, three years ago and said, hey, I have this opportunity for you. Would you be interested? You know, I mm-hmm. jumped on it because, you know, that's kind of what you, you know, once, once your in-ring career is at a certain level, you know, you, you start to feel like it's time to give back a little bit. And, yeah, you know, I, sure. was at, I was at that sure. point and I'm like, hell yes, I'll, I'll
2: be glad to to try and, you know, help bring bring the new crop of guys along. So, that's yeah. cool, man. I did the training thing a few different times and I, I actually enjoyed doing it. It made me better. Uh just it was like keeping up with stuff, you know, just like football practice or something, you know what I'm saying? So it like made me oh, better. Oh yeah, it it, so yeah. It, gives you,
0: it gives you ring time, it keeps you yeah. focused. You know, yeah. it, 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 plus it keeps you current with, you know, some of these younger guys. I mean, you know how sometimes you <laughs> get lost in translation and and guys mm-hmm. can kind of overlook you. But, you know, all the guys come in, you know, I'm the first person that they that they step in the ring with. So, you know, it, yeah. it, 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 it keeps me focused and keeps me going, dude. I, I, I really enjoy it. I love it. I
2: do that's good so so what did you did you get out of the business for a little while or anything Uh, because i feel like like i remember you know like like you said around the 2000s or something like that and then all of a sudden i don't remember like seeing you anywhere and then now you're back up here did you take some time off or you know wolfie i really didn't take any time
0: off but Uh once i you know once i left where i broke in the business you know i Uh left on shitty terms And I just, I kind of got left to my own devices. So I took a couple bookings here and there. I found a guy that that would book me, you know, a couple times a month. And it really was just that for a little while. But then I, you know, then I was like, dude, I got to do something. If I want to, either I want to continue to do this or I want to, you know, I want to be done. And I decided to continue to do this. So I started
2: putting in a little more work. And, you know, that that led me back back to OVW. So... That's I wonder in in watching the trailer, you tell me what you feel about this. We're talking about the Netflix thing again. Um, Like I saw on the trailer, I saw trailer park trash on the on the movie trailer. So I'm like, I wonder how far back they're going to go. Is old Slash going to get a a cameo? You know, I just or is it going to be a lot of current stuff? You know,
0: (laughs) Um, I bet it is a lot of current stuff. But, you know, one thing about is is the history of OVW. Wolfie, yeah, yeah. Slash is a big part of that history. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. And if yeah. they're talking histrionic, dude, they're
2: surely they'll have you on there. Look, I don't know. Like I said, I ain't doing no, shit. And, oh, and I don't care. Hey, let me just... see shit. Yeah, I, I I don't care either way. I'm just wondering if you care how far a little. They're gonna go do what
1: Jimmy, you care a little. You like to see I, yourself.
2: Hey, I dude. care just a little. Wolfie, bit. hey,
0: like hey Jimmy, Whoopi, Wolfie, marking out is what he's doing. He's, he's, out. To. he's, he's trying to.
2: Hey, he's trying to on there. the first to tell you. I've always been a mark for myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, oh, so I hey. heard. No, I'm <laughs> I'm just, that's right. how that's how I got better. <laughs> I did not watch. You know, you hear people say, "Oh, I'm sitting." Under the learning tree, watching videos. Fuck that! I want to see what my shit looked like. So that that's how when I was first starting out, I'd watch myself and I'd be honest with myself. That looked like shit. Don't do that no more or fix that. You know what I'm saying? No, so yeah. but that, you were. You are absolutely fucking correct, though. That's the way
0: it has to be. And that's what, you know, You that's what you tell these young guys coming up. Watch your stuff. Critique your stuff. You know, yeah. don't necessarily, you know, pat yourself on the back a whole lot. Be right. critical of yourself because that makes you
2: better. That makes you a whole lot better. Yes, absolutely. Jimmy, I'm going to make the hot tag to you. Jump in.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you know, like we said, we, we did want you on the show with, with this when when we saw the, you know, we were like, okay, our next episode's going to be on September 11th. Two days later, the show drops. It would be great if we could get somebody. So we were happy that it's you. So just to kind of go off to the show a little more now, if I'm to understand, you haven't seen it. Correct.
0: That's absolutely correct. I don't See, even remember half the stuff they recorded, Jimmy.
1: <laughs> okay, so this will be because they sent us the whole season ahead of time because we're pre- No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Uh, well, they did send the press that. Yeah, yeah. That well, we're just we're just a little old podcast here, but <laughs> but so when it, when it. Because they've done other things like Last Chance You. I'm a big fan of that show. I haven't seen the show Cheer, but I've seen Cheers back in the day, but not Cheer. But I've seen Last Chance You, and that's a really good show. Yeah. The the part that I like about that show is they they go deeper with like the family stuff. So I did see that it looks like there's some interaction with your family. Were they getting a kick out of that?
0: Yeah, my my son and my daughter they both loved it. Yeah. You know yeah. they. You know, but see my son and my daughter have always been around wrestling. Yeah. You know, I have pictures when they when they were when they were babies, you know, rolling on top of me in a wrestling ring. My kids have always been around wrestling, so no matter how big the the crowds are or, you know, it, it's just, it feels kind of like home to them, you know yeah. what I mean? They yeah. get they get a little anxious and have a little bit of anxiety when they're around a huge crowd of people. But, you know, they just know me as dad. And anything that I do in the ring, or, you know, when people come up to me in stores or, you know, and it, it's it's nothing new to them. They're just like, that's my dad. My son just <laughs> as soon flip me off and give me the finger than
1: anything. So <laughs> yeah, well, hey, yeah, you're raising them right, I love it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but it looks like it goes really in depth to what would consider like the daily life of a wrestler. Do you feel like now I, you know, my wife watches all these like housewife shows and all these like Beverly Hills Gaga bullshit and. Uh, <laughs> Do they, is there some element of Hollywood in it as far as like how they do stuff? You know, we've heard how people act and they say there's multiple takes because of multiple edits and scenes. And do you find that it was a lot of Hollywood in it? Or did you feel like it was basically, hey, look, I'm living my life and here's a camera in front of me, which I I have no problem with. What would you say?
5: I would
0: say. I would say there probably wasn't enough Hollywood in it. I oh, think okay. that, you know, okay. when they when they come, when they came to me, you know, and all I can do is speak on, on my experiences. When they came yeah. to me, you know, all they would say is, hey, Cash, be yourself, yeah. you know? I, yeah. I don't know, you know, like I said, I don't know about any, I don't know about anybody else. I wasn't around for anybody else's. All I know is when they showed up, you know, or wherever I was. Cause you know, if I remember correctly, which I don't know, if I remember correctly, it wasn't just, you know, stuff at my house. They, they, they were at other places with me. Hell, I think yeah. they caught my asshole a few times. So um, <laughs> hey. it, it, was just, <laughs> it was just, it was just, they would show up and say, Hey, we're going to follow you, do what you do. And, and that was that, you know, there was no discussion on, you know, there was no discussion on. Hey, can you move this way? Can you talk about? It? Nah, there really wasn't any of that. I didn't have any of that. So,
1: and I mean, uh, it, just to kind of go off of that, I imagine how big or small of a crew were they as far as following you around. I'm all into the other side uh, of things, you know. So. <laughs> uh,
0: it, it was a it was a big it was a big crew. Yeah. You know, two or three van, two or three vans worth. You know, and yeah. I it it, it it was a big crew. They they would take up a lot of space, you know, which yeah. sometimes didn't fit too well during dinner time. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sure. Yeah. There, yeah. You know, it, it, they took up a lot of space, but you know what? It, they go to the, the gym with and shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the end, the it's all going to be work. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I, I'm a hit at the gym because I also yeah. do some yeah. customers. I used to do some customer service stuff there. Uh, you know, because I, I've known I've known the lady there for a long time, so yeah. you know okay. she she was she was pretty she was pretty cool with it, so I'm yeah. sure,
1: yeah, I was That's
0: just thinking like you you know there was a planet fitness or something,
4: <laughs>
0: oh hell, no, I wouldn't be called dead in Planet fitness. I, they, <laughs> I they'd be ringing
2: that they'd be they'd be ringing that alarm on me twenty four seven I would <laughs> never get a workout here. I don't. I don't. I don't do that kind of stuff anymore.
4: <laughs>
2: so I'm a gym rat. I have to go to the gym. Shit. Yeah. So I, I go to the gym when I just had hernia surgery. So I've been out for uh, about two months, but I uh, can't wait to get back in there. Yeah, I'm sure. So let's 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 go. He said, "Yeah, right." Uh, <laughs> no, it's good for my mental health as well. I promise. But nah, bet go I go do agree to, with you. Let's go back to man. What, who, who is your mentor in this business initially? Yeah, like who, uh, I guess who trained you, but then is there somebody like after that, you know, a few people after that? And I'm not talking about now, I'm talking about early on. Like, well, who was your peeps?
0: You know, where I broke into professional wrestling at. Um, would I say that that dude was a mentor? <laughs> do what I said? I think I do. Yeah, well. <laughs> to say that that dude was a mentor would be using that term a little loosely. Yeah. I don't necessarily yeah. consider that a mentor. He let me break in the business there, but yeah. I, I did the work, okay? Right. Now as far as mentors, right. you yeah. know, guys like Frank, yeah. guys like Bull Payne, Tracy Smothers, of course Tracy was a mentor to a lot of guys. Oh, right. yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I looked up I looked up to him a whole lot and he helped me a whole lot. Yeah. You know, when I was young, my first five years in the business, you mm-hmm. know, after that, it was just kind of, you know, who I could talk to, you know, who I could get around and, and be the young boy and pull up that chair and sit and listen to, you know, oh, yeah. Wolfie. And I, at some point you were, you were one of those guys too, Wolfie. Absolutely. 100%. You know, you, you, you are always to me of the two of you guys, you were always the one that was down to earth and you were more than willing to talk. To the young guy. Unless, of course, you just stuck a fist in Ox Harley's face, and then you were a little harder to talk to sometimes. But. <laughs> oh, my God.
4: Oh. Just
2: saying. Go. I'm just saying. Were yeah. you there that night? Hell, yeah, I was there. Okay. Hell, yeah, I was there.
1: <laughs> How was that,
0: man? And you know what? I think, I had, I think I, they put me in the ring with you after
2: the fact. Did like they? like a couple yeah. shows yeah like a couple shows later oh, I swear I thought you meant that night I was like oh, yeah no not it. that night hell yeah. I don't know
0: I don't know what was going on that night you were <laughs> you were a little heated that night so I, I don't <laughs> know I tried to it stay is, you know I stay cold. away
2: he he had he had an attitude from the get go that was the first time we'd ever met and I'll say right now me and him are cool and we talk and you yeah. know, laugh sometimes but uh, he had an attitude towards me man and it, see. Work. We were working for WWFe whatever at the time, and right. if there really was a policy. You know, contracted guys could not bleed, and if you did indie shows, you could not bleed. So I'm telling them, okay, you know, chairs, stop signs, all the blunt objects. That's cool, but none of these tack bats and baseball <laughs> nails and none of that shit that these people bring. I don't know what's on that. You know, yeah, and, which uh, they love to bring, by the way. I know. Did <laughs> your part all over the place. But then people are demented, man, some of the shit they would bring.
1: <laughs> but then your
2: yeah, partner
1: started it all.
2: <laughs> yeah. Jamie yeah. brings the bat into the play. He brings it into play. Well, I end up getting hit with it. And <laughs>
0: fucking, I didn't like that. Uh, push comes <laughs> to shove. Shit happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was very interesting. That that And that arena was full
2: that night. Yeah, like, there were a lot of yeah. people in there. Yeah. You know,
0: that, that time they were serving beer and the, I mean, it was crazy.
2: It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It man. was wild back then. Yeah I, yeah. I couldn't remember who, I, I thought that was where you came from. And, uh, yeah, that dude is something else. But anyway, Jimmy, jump on in and ask that. So, yeah.
1: You end up actually now you work Wolfie. I, I know for a fact the date on this is November 13th, 1998. You worked Wolfie Ooh. D. Now, how long were you in the biz at that point, Cash?
0: Uh, I had been in the business a little over a year. I started training late 96. I had my first match against the dirty white boy, Tom Burton, yes. in July of 1997.
1: Now, that's exactly what I wanted you to say. Thank you, sir. You're really good at this. I appreciate that. So, absolutely. Absolutely. Talk about Tom Burton, man. That's exactly what I wanted you to bring up. Tom Burton. Oh. We I've heard oh, so God. many stories about Tom, I, I, you know, but I would love to hear what your thoughts are. The very first match you wrestled dirty white boy Tom Burton.
0: I, I had no clue what to think, you know. They they come to a young guy. And of course back then it was all about, hey, let's fuck, let's let's rib the young guy. Let's yeah. let's put this guy over like he's gonna this young guy is gonna get killed. So here I am. They <laughs> yeah. got this guy, they say, Hey, let me introduce you to this shooter, his name's Tom Burton. <laughs> right. I'm like, uh at that time, I'm like, what the fuck is the shooter? I don't know what a shooter is.
4: You <laughs> like know what I mean?
0: I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, has he got a gun? Is he going to you? What's going to happen? You know, I had no clue. And then they explained it to me, and I'm like, okay, he's going to be a little stiff. I'm going to have to show my nuts, and I'm just going to have to fucking sell and whatever. Man, he beat the shit out of me, and he stretched me and stretched me and stretched me. And <laughs> initially, they told me what... Here's how bad it was. Initially, they told me what a finish was, and uh, I couldn't even get to that finish because he put me in a single leg Boston crab. I thought he was gonna rip my leg off, so oh I just fucking God. tapped out. I couldn't do nothing. <laughs> you tapped I said, fuck out. It, I'm done. I can't do nothing. Yeah, I couldn't fucking do nothing. <laughs> no, that wasn't the finish. I didn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> so I was
2: like, there That's we go. Great. That's and funny, first but, man. Ball. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've talked about this with uh, we we talked about it with Tony Anthony, as a matter of fact. But Tom was a dick, man. I was, cl- I me and Tom were cool, but he was a fucking dick, man, for real. He used to try to do. He, I never. He had, he had one of his trainees uh, punch me like a shoot punch, and that was the finish. Like it was, he had a chain, and he I know he told him to shoot punch me, so that, <laughs> there was nothing I could really do. You know what I'm saying? That was the finish. Yeah, yeah, but he is a dick. I, man. I never yeah, I never I never even talked to him, dude. I, I was at the point where I when I walked up to him, all right
0: kid, here's what we're gonna do. That's we're good. gonna do that. Yeah. Oh, and my Tom
4: Burton voice. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> uh,
0: but that's all, dude. I had like two sentences. That, Just listen to me, kid. Just listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
4: Whatever.
5: <laughs> Let's I do it. sure
2: hope. That, I sure hope you've seen the pictures of him when he came back from Japan after taking his ass whooping over there uh, in the early '90s. I don't know if you remember Ooh, about that. I, I do remember, but I don't. I don't remember seeing any pictures. Really good. Yeah, they were good. He got his ass ended. It's joke. the fucking internet. I'm gonna have to look at
4: shit
2: up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's out there. It's been a long time since I have seen them. Like the pictures I saw were actual picture pictures. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hard man. top.
1: Yeah, man. I've looked at <laughs> your your list of matches, and I mean, you know, let's just go down. You know, your Madman Pondo, Bull Payne, Flash Flanagan, and I stop right there. How was it working, Flash? We we we're big fans of Flash on the show, and we've had hey, him man, on. Several well, times.
0: You- you got another one. I'm, I'm a huge fan of flash. I, I have been for years and I've actually had the opportunity, you know, a little later in, in my wrestling career for, you know, to hook up with flash and get to get to work with flash. So I'm still a huge fan of flash. You know, I think he was criminally, criminally underrated. Yeah, he he could have been, you know, he could have been one of those. I
1: think in my opinion, totally. could have been one of those, man. Yeah, we agree. We agree yeah. highly. You know, he's just so funny and how like he he he's just got his he's just flash. You know, how can you say <laughs> it any different? But the stories he has just about Puerto Rico <laughs> alone will have you rolling in the floor, you know, so, yeah. I, Now, I guess, let me ask you this, because this is a good, you know, I do kind of, I met you and Wolfie around the same time, and it it wasn't very far apart, actually, and you guys both had this demeanor about you in the locker room that you you were kind of like, when I was in the locker room with you, I was never in the same locker room, but with all three of you, but (laughs) with both of you, all three, I'm making up a new person, so (laughs) <laughs> what I mean by that is you guys seem like two guys that people came to to talk to. How did that when did that flip for you, Cash? Like when did you turn from the guy that went to guys to guys starting to come to you? When did that happen? You,
0: you know what? I, I I honestly don't know when it happened, but it was distinct for me. You know, I'd always been somebody that had been easy to approach and was always wanting to talk with everybody else and uh, for whatever reason eventually it just it flipped to if if I come in you know and I'm doing something guys would just they would they would come and and say hi And, and you know of course I would reciprocate because I'm easy to get along with and I I have no problem if somebody wants needs an opinion on something or needs a little help putting something together. I've I've always been one of those dude. I would be glad to help out, and I'm going to continue to do that until you know
2: my body says, "All right, you dumbass, you're done." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, talking about you know not having a problem giving back to some of the guys. Let's go back to that match, Jimmy. You said uh, that it was me and Cash Flow, and he had been in the business a year. Who won that match? <laughs> Does it say cash flow
1: did cash Cash flow
2: flow won that? And he had been in the business a year, and here I am putting him over. Now, tell me that anybody that ever says I've had an attitude about putting people over anything like that can kiss my ass. (laughs) I've never heard that attitude, and I would argue
0: with anybody that would say that. That is ne- that has never been my interactions with Wolfie D so right. you know right. they can say whatever you know maybe <laughs> maybe they're looking at something else so
1: yeah, yeah i don't think I, I i agree because i like i said i compared you to you know because here's Wolfie D and i'm admittedly a PG13 mark when i first meet Wolfie D and he's sitting over there and he looks a little different but i know that's damn Wolfie D and i'm like well <laughs> yeah. well shit i'm going to try to talk <laughs> to him you know he knows something you know some of these i'm standing beside some guy who's picking his nose and doesn't know what he's doing. (laughs) I'm going to work my way over there to try to talk. And it's the same with you, Cash. You know, I first met you in 2013 at the Charming Charles Benefit at the NWA main event for Mike Porter. You You had a crew with you, man. And, you know, but I will say this. And again, no disrespect to those guys because I think they're managers and they were announcers and stuff like that. But you had an air right. about you that I just was like, man, I want to talk to that guy. Something about him. Maybe it's the calluses on his knuckles, maybe it's the <laughs> you know, the blade marks on his forehead, whatever. But that's a guy that I want to talk to. I it's a, like a magnetism. And again, I was a PG 13 mark. That's what what made me want to talk to Wolfie. But at the same time, you know, I didn't know you from Adam, but I wanted to talk to you you had something about you and I think that it I wonder if they could bottle that <laughs> you know what I'm saying because I feel like a lot of the newer guys maybe you know aren't aren't getting that as much if they if they don't have a locker room leader in the in the place you know
0: yeah I I, I would totally agree you know I say th- I think that that probably stems from how you come up you know, in in professional wrestling, I don't think you know you come up a little bit different these days as opposed to you know the mid nineties or when Wolfie broke in somewhere what early nineties, mid eighties, Wolfie, early eighties, eighty nine, early eighties. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Well, I mean, you no, it's- know, it's just it it's a different time, and and the guys nowadays you know anybody can break into wrestling nowadays right. you know you had to know somebody that knows somebody back then and you had right. to put in the work and you had to fight for whatever it is that you got and mm-hmm. you know that that's 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 not that's you know that just doesn't happen these days
2: yeah let's take a quick time out and get a word from one of my dope-ass sponsors, and we'll be right back with more Live and in Color with Wolfie D. This is Steve Bowtie Bryant here. Back in the 90s, I was a pro wrestling photographer for the South. And I released what might have been one of the original sets of indie Trading Cards. I ran across some of these original sets. They were up in Randall Fanning's attic all this time.
5: PG-13, Rookie Card, Ricky Morton, George Weingroff as the Sheep, Chris Champion, Reno Riggins, Billy Montana, Gary Valiant, The
2: Scorpion, The Medic, Rick Reynolds, Jeff Daniels, Mephisto and Dante, Ben Jordan, Steve Neely, Marcus Woodrow, Clinton Keresla, Little farmer john if you'd like an opportunity to get these cards, contact me now you can get them for only $49.99 contact me is steve bowtie bryant at icloud.com get your set now while supplies last
1: support for live and in color with wolfie d is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code WOLFY at manscaped.com. If my math's correct, that's about 8 million balls.
2: Let me ask you this, man. The students that are coming in, you say you get the beginners. Now... Have these have have a lot of them already had matches like they started out in the Indies and then they figured, okay I better go get trained correctly or are you getting really fresh people or both? I I probably would guess
0: I'm I am getting really fresh green people. We're talking people that see it on TV and want to give it a shot. I got It, it. I have I've not had I've not in the three years I've been doing it. I've had one person that's had a little bit of experience outside of, and by a little bit of experience, they tried going to another school and it didn't work out for them. I got that's it. it.
4: Okay. Okay. So
0: they're, they're, they're brand new. They're green as green as goose shit. I mean, yeah. it is, yeah. you know, and you got to teach them from the get go, right. you know, and I actually, I actually like it that way. Wolfie, cause yeah. Then you don't have all them bad habits that you got to exactly. break, you know. And you can teach them. You, your can, you way. can get them in there, and yeah, and you can get them going in the right path, and and that's where it starts. You you don't have to backtrack on anything, so
2: you yeah. know that that's yeah. good. Yeah. I know one of the first things I would do, you know, uh, when someone would start, I'm serious. Like, uh, I think the first thing I would teach them not lock up, not none of that. Usually, it was run the ropes because. To me, that that's like the hardest thing for so many of them to get is how to do that correctly. What about you?
0: Um, I honestly, my what I concentrate on is intent. I think <laughs> you know, from what I see these days, I think uh, intent is lost. And I think you know, no matter what you can do, if you actually believe in who you are and <laughs> and the things you will do will translate because I think connection is a big thing in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Connecting with the fans and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I think if guys can can get down, you know, the intent behind professional wrestling, which is professional wrestling, For then sure. I, For I sure. think I think the personality will come and all that other stuff comes with experience, you know, running the ropes well, you know, give, giving them good habits on timing and and ring positioning and stuff like that it, right it, it can is the hardest thing to teach young folks because you know if people don't believe in who you are and why you're doing shit then they're not going to get behind you at all so right right you do have
2: to teach that I, I, my point really was more of i could tell what i what type of athleticism and, and stuff that i'm dealing with by trying to teach somebody to run the ropes uh, that was you're absolutely
0: mind. you're absolutely right on that
2: you're I, absolutely yeah. right that's on how that. I would kind of judge like okay this is gonna be this motherfucker will never make it or okay they'll get it you know that talk it, it's just amazing and how they you know when you start hitting them things for the first time you're going home with some bruises and shit on your back I don't care <laughs> if absolutely and and so I that, usually
0: Whoopi, I usually teases. do that about eight weeks in brother really gotcha yeah yeah yeah, I usually about 8 weeks in because, you know, then they think You know, because I'm teaching them how to bump and, you know, I'm teaching them, you know, some ground wrestling stuff, some holes, some switches and stuff like that. And then they think they finally start to to get it. I was like, all right, now you're going to run the ropes. And then they come back to me the next class and they're like, oh, my God,
2: my back is hurting so bad, (laughs) you know. Oh, man.
1: Hit them. Hit them hard. Throw a curveball in on them. Yeah. (laughs) You know, this leads me to a good question that, you know, Trailer Park Trash, it, it's so funny. We're having like OV, we have like OVW spurts, man. We'll have like <laughs> Jack Vaughn and, and Ryan Rocket and Doug Basham on in like three episodes, and then now we've had you know literally the legacy of like Trailer Park Trash, and then we, the last episode we brought Trash back and brought on Flash and had on Slash. So we, <laughs> uh, we, we now flash, we have on Flash cash. and Slash, and now cash. we got Cash. <laughs> so so Holy whatever. Shit. <laughs> yeah, It's crazy, right? We just like to rhyme over here. But when, you know, Trash brought up the idea that under Danny Davis, it was con- kind of considered like the Harvard of pro wrestling. Basically, you go to OVW and I do believe it. it seems like Al probably is the logical next best choice for the continuation of the Harvard of professional wrestling, yeah. you know, but, when it comes down to it, where do you see o v w like at its current state along the legacy? You know, because they had the 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 guys that Danny brought in, and then the superheroes came along. And then you've yeah. got now the the current crop, which, man, we're big fans of Ryan Rocket. We're big fans of Jack Vaughn. You know, big fans of you, man. And you know, when it comes down to it, we like to see the the we would love to know kind of what the pulse is on the current crop in your opinion
0: and in as far as where they're at in the legacy um it's definitely not a a school show like it was probably the last ten years with danny yeah um i it, it's definitely not a school show um I think in this current crop, you know the personalities are at the tip top okay you know it's more pers- it's more personality based and and storytelling based okay um you know, you you have a bunch of different characters on there and these characters are, you know, through the roof. Now, as far as where they're at in the, the the legacy part of it, and I just just like I said on the trailer, I think OVW is at a point now where they are the little engine that could, yeah. you know, they have yeah. they have all this 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 hype and this right. thing behind right. them now. And, you know, it it could mean it could mean it could mean a lot. Exactly. Okay. It, yeah. OV, OVW is now the little engine that
2: could. Yeah. You know, and now's their chance. They got a big opportunity standing right in front of them, man. Uh tell us uh, and I know you said you haven't seen it, but I know you kind of know who the who the main focuses are going to be. Tell the listeners who the stars of the show are and tell us a little bit about each one.
0: I mean, I, I Wolfie, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I know, <laughs> you know, I know who, I know who, you know, I know I they followed me a little bit. How much yep. I'm featured, I have no clue. You yep. know, if you wanna look at the trailer,
4: hmm
0: If you wanna look at the trailer, uh I'm in the trailer.
4: Yeah,
0: I see uh yeah Haley Haley is in Haley J is in the trailer, Al Snow, the owners, Matt Jones, Mayor Craig Greenberg, yep. um, you know, those guys are in the trailer. Yeah. You know, if you if you want me to do you really want me to ex- to talk to you about some
2: of those guys that are in it. Well, I mean, if you want to just, uh, you know, say where you think they're at and, I mean, can they handle w- the load that they're fixing to be presented with possibly, you know? Uh, I think as a whole, I think they all can handle the load. You know, okay. I think the
0: youngest one on there is is Haley, mm-hmm. Haley J. Mm-hmm. Um, can she Marie handle it? Daughter. Uh, yeah, that's daughter. Yeah, that's Maria's daughter. Now, I Do I think she, she can handle of- it? I, yeah.
3: I Honestly, I don't
0: know. Yeah, you know, man. I, I haven't, I didn't see her story. You know, I know who she is. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, only time, to- only time will tell with her. You know, she's got a long way to go. She's gotcha. Got a long way to go.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. yeah, we'll be interested to to keep up with. I'm sure the listeners will enjoy watching the show too. So, we'll all kind of learn a little bit as we go. I reckon because I, you know, I, I, I'm interested to see well, it. I, I am.
0: But keep in mind, Wolfie, I'm and I'm and I can't stress this enough, man. And it it is a, everything that you are gonna see on this show is absolutely who the guys are. And you 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 being you know who you are and where you've been in professional wrestling, Wolfie, you will be able to tell if somebody's Hollywooding it up. Right. You will be able to tell. For right. sure. So, so You know but these people on here that are featured are absolutely who they are and i hope which you know i i know greg whiteley the director the guy the guy that directed last chance you and cheer i know that guy has got an eye and he's creative as hell and he does know how to tell a story so you know you can bet that that it's it's going to be good Yeah. yeah
1: yeah Back off of the show. I've got to ask this question because this is one of my favorite videos on YouTube, and I'll go to it randomly just to watch the crowd—the Tracy Smothers Bobby Eaton match that broke out into a riot at IWA Mid South. Were you there that night? Um, where was it at? It was the smaller building, not the bigger building. I think was it y'all in just Louisville,
0: or was it in Char- Was it in Charlestown, Indiana?
1: I think it was in Charlestown. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was there. I was there at all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every single bit of
1: it. Yeah, it it was crazy because, honestly, I'll watch it now just to look to see what the crowd's doing. But, you know, obviously, you know, Tracy and Bobby are working. I mean, that's two of the greatest of all time right there. But... Right, At the same yeah. time, it, it was funny how Tracy could work a crowd so well and literally have them salivating to kill him, you know? <laughs> and and he's standing in the middle of probably, what, maybe 250 people? I, I don't know. Maybe not that many, but around that amount. Maybe more. That's
0: and, about what that building could hold about 250
1: Yeah, And he's giving them the come-on fingers, you know, like, bring it on, you know? And every one of them yeah. are saying, I see a guy he rips his shirt off, big fat guy. And I mean, real big fat guy. He, like, puts out a cigarette on his arm and he's just trying to be tough with Tracy. (laughs) And it's just funny because Bobby would dip, you know, Bobby would dip out. He would go somewhere. I don't know where it was. Maybe he was just selling. uh, And it was, the focus was on Tracy, but Tracy's like, I think he went to the back. I
0: think okay. he went to the back
1: and let, okay. let, and let Tracy do his thing. Okay. he's like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> oh, and a, and a girl tries to take that big piece of wood from Tracy and he gets all hot and then he sees it's a girl and he calms down. It's great. I've watched that video way too many times, but now I'm oh, going to yeah, look absolutely. for you cash if you come out there. So, but
3: <laughs> I'm not, I don't
0: come out there. If, if it's the one I'm thinking of, I think, uh, uh, Mitch Page comes out, and I think yeah. Tracy ends up punching him in the mouth. He does, and,
1: yep, yep, <laughs> that's it, that's it.
0: Mark Wolf comes out, I think, and ends up, I don't know, Tracy ends up doing something.
1: Yeah. I, I, I want to say I've seen Chris Hero come out. He does, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, well, that's a yeah, good question. Yeah, that's a good question, too, because I looked at your match history. Obviously, I'm the research guy here, and... <laughs> I go through and I see you work like, again, you work all those legends like Pondo, Bull Payne, Flash Flanagan, Wolfie D, Tom Burton, those guys. And then you get to like the new crop of guys who are kind of the indie darlings, like Colt Cabana and Chris Hero. Talk about working those guys, especially in Necro. Of course, you worked Necro in 2001, too. But how how did you know, like and then you go on to Kevin Sullivan. So, I mean, you're really working so many types of different wrestlers during that time. I guess talk about how how that was. I mean, did you did you understand where those guys were and what they were doing at the time, especially somebody like Colt Cabana and Chris Hero? Uh,
0: absolutely. You know, because in all honesty, when you get to the back and, and you're talking to these guys, you yeah. know, they're on the same page as you. They just want to entertain. They have, you know, they have their own styles. And of course, you know, where I come up, you know, is more of a brawling style. But, you know, I really enjoyed, you know, raising raising the bar with them and, and trying to work their style of matches with them to see if, you know, maybe that I could. So I took it as a huge challenge to be able to do that. I think at one time, Jimmy, I think at one time I went 60 minutes with Chris Hero and loved every minute of it. Wow. You know, holding yeah. hold and stuff like yeah. that. So it... You know, I I really, you know, and that helped me move along in my career because, you know, you're, you know, versatility is a big thing in wrestling, you know, you you catch a booking out somewhere, the style is different, and, you know, you you want them to bring you back, so you got to be able to work with the
2: guys that are there working, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Let yep. me
2: ask this. I, I want to go back to the to the show again real quick. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so th- there's obviously, if you're on the Degum cover or whatever, if you're on the thumbnail, you're going to be featured, I would imagine. So there's a dude spitting out water that's got a mohawk. Who's that guy? That is Crixus. He is the guy. He's a guy from Scotland. Mm. Uh,
0: he come over here. He, um, I think he was on Al's original uh, when they first started the uh, the um, what do you call it? Where they were giving out a free scholarship to Al's school. Oh, okay. Uh, he was he was on the initial thing there, and and he he's been coming back and forth from Scotland. He's been here for you know forever. How long? And he every now and again he has to go back to Scotland. But yeah, his name is Crixus. Cool. Uh-huh. You know he's he's, good. he's a crazy cra- cra- Yeah, he's crazy Scottish guy. <laughs> crazy Scottish guy.
4: But good yeah,
0: work. Yeah, he is too um he's he's young you yeah. know he's got he's got he's got loads of personality though and that's, that's going to take him oh. far you know the other stuff can come with
2: time right yeah. yeah yeah isn't it amazing in in our business that really it's it really is about the charisma man it really is absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah
0: charisma charisma can take you can take you to the moon you yeah. Know? yeah but you can you can have all the you can have all the moves and be as technically sound as, as you want to be the best in the world and if you if you don't have any charisma yep. you know you're liable to to drop off and yep. and never be heard from again
2: <laughs> yeah Yeah, true. All right, go ahead, Jimmy. Sorry.
1: No, no, it's fine. So I guess in 2019, you end up working and brother, you've got a resume a mile long before that. But in 2019, (laughs) you show up at OEW. And honestly, your resume is not what you would consider somebody who would actually end up going to OVW and being an OVW star. It's funny now that you you're actually a big part of it. So what led you to choose or what led you to go to OVW in that year?
4: Um that
0: is actually my second stint. And okay. Actually uh, my first stint was in 2009-2010. Gotcha. I did I went I went over there with Madman Pondo and Too Tough Tony and did an invasion angle That's for right. Juggalo Championship Wrestling. You know oh. all about Juggalo, don't you,
2: don't you Wolfie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got a kick out of that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that
2: was, that was a mess, man. That uh, One of the craziest events I've ever worked on in my life, man. <laughs> Fucking A. It, ab- it, ab- it absolutely was. Hey, on that note, before I finish
0: see. I worked the show, uh, I worked at the, the Juggalo Gathering uh, two years ago, and uh, it was a wrestling show that took place at, it started at 3 a.m. in
2: the morning. Yeah, um, that's, that's, uh, I don't remember what year it was that I did it, but that was the thing that I did, man, they, it, you know, that big open area, people are camping and naked. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's a place. Craziness a upon craziness. <laughs> yeah, and, and there was like every wrestler on the planet was booked, And, um, the match, I went on at like five in the morning. Uh, I think we did wrestle twice, but yeah, I did a spot. I've told this story before, but this is, and this is the only place where this could go down. But, uh, me and Kevin Thorne are fighting outside the ring. And, um, there's a chick in the front row with the makeup on, no shirt, big old boobs. And, uh, I grab him by the head and I look at the people and I look at her boobs, and I look at the people, and I look at her boobs, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I motorboated <laughs> on her boobs. <laughs> and, and if then, Kevin Thorne was loving you, you were over with Kevin after yeah, that yeah. one. So I motorboated, and he, <laughs> as he sells, he sells like somebody's throwing powder in his face or something. <laughs> and he's staggering all around.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> great. that's hilarious. Oh, my God. But
2: that's the only place right. you can get away with that, man. And, and Absolutely. Also, a uh, uh, a landmark of the, the of the show. There was a little place called Drug Bridge. Uh, that was the name of it. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they still have that to this day. They they still have that.
1: This <laughs> is yeah, you see guys
0: searching for it when they go there. Where's yeah. the
1: bridge? Where's the bridge? <laughs> yeah, they, they have, have one Where's of those the bridge? Signs? at? Where's the
0: bridge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's nuts. But anyway, I did an invasion angle back to two thousand nine and ten. I did the invasion angle. With, for Juggalos, right before I think uh, Violent J and Shaggy was going to come into OVW and do a little thing, okay. I did the Invasion Angle with Pondo and Tony, and I was the last one there. Something happened, Pondo didn't want to do it no more. Something happened, Tony didn't want to do it no more. So I ended up being there for about a year and a half, and then I gotcha. just went about my way because the business the business end of it was a little, little different for my taste. Yeah. So I just, I went back out on the, the, the Indies and I ended up actually coming back in 2016 and working for Danny, like, you know, right, right. As Danny was, you know, looking for a buyer or whatever, you know, looking to sell it. And I think Al bought it in, uh, I don't know, 17 or 18. Mm -hmm. And that that was where I first met Al when, when he bought it, you know, my first interaction was Al. Hi, Al. You know, my name is Kat. My name is Mike. You know, I'm Cash Flow. He was like, mm-hmm.
3: "Damn, you you actually look like a wrestler." <laughs>
1: like, okay, man. all right. You do though. Well, you that did. was my yeah, first interaction. Yeah.
3: So I was like, "Yeah, I'll take yeah. it." Yeah,
2: yeah, that's good true, compliment. Though. Yeah, because there is yeah, good compliment. And, and you know this, man, just from being around different people and stuff. And it's happened to me like people look at me like if they they won't have a clue who I am. But there's I've had people like, man, you look like a wrestler. You know what I mean? And that's a yeah. good. Not everybody <laughs> has that quality, man. That's a good quality. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it'll it, it, take right. you. It's like instant
0: credibility. That'll take you yeah. a long way. If you yeah. look the part, you yeah. know, as long as you don't sit the
1: bed when you're trying to be the part. So yeah. when somebody sees you and they say you look like a wrestler, Cash. Who do they normally? Do you know The Rock? Do you know Hulk Hogan? <laughs> do they ever ask? You uh, that no, stuff? they
0: they. A lot of times they tell, for whatever reason, they tell me I look like Brock Lesnar. That they tell me I look like Triple H.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> they tell yeah. you know they don't ask me who I know. They ask. They tell me who I look like. Oh, like, okay, I'm like exactly.
2: well, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: I got one guy in OVW that I need you to take to the chop shop, okay? Can you do this for me? Just do it oh, as, you know, casually. I know you like it. Is, is that ZDP kid, man, we had him set up for a podcast, and he chose to go to Raw instead of being <laughs> on the podcast. So we'll uh, – A little ZDP you want me to take? Okay,
0: I, I gladly.
1: Yeah, I like ZDP, but, you know, he, he'll have to take one for the team. Well, here's what he told me. He said, my work is keeping me over late. He works at the Ford plant because my buddy is the one that got his, got me hooked up with him, who also works at the Ford plant. And he said, right. we never work over. We're union. We leave at the same time. <laughs> and uh, then I see him on Facebook saying, hey, who's got tickets for Raw? <laughs> and he goes to Raw uh, instead of being on the podcast. So, you know. He fades. Yeah, I'll, glad, I'll gladly open up the door for him. Okay. <laughs> Just, you know, one, maybe two or three, you know. But
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'd probably be more than that, but yeah, I'd gladly yeah. do that for you.
1: <laughs> well, I was putting him over. I said, You remind me of a young Wolfie D, man. You've got, you know, the way I see your videos and stuff. You you and your yeah. your guy, you your manager, y'all remind me of PG thirteen a little bit. And he was like, oh, I've heard that before. And I'm like, Okay, well, hey, this will be perfect. And then he faved me totally. Kfed well, it's all yeah. good. Man. We'll get him on back and about good 10 old BDP. So, <laughs> <laughs> so before we
2: well, before you know, we <laughs> wrap this up, Cash, uh, right. think of your best road story. Give me your best funniest. If it's a rib, if it's just something you know to do with some of the people we talked about today, or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> my the one that I tell that a few people have heard uh-huh. is I was in Detroit,
0: Michigan. Of course, I was with Pondo. I was doing the very first Juggalo show at Uh St. Andrews Hall. Uh You know, of course, this was wild and crazy. People, people were in the in the rafters, and the rafters started to break. And I mean, there were so many. It started to break and started to come down. I mean, it was just it was crazy. And Uh I was young, and I had done this battle royal, Uh and you know, whatever. We got paid. We we got our gear. We was leaving. I was walking out with. Um, Too tough, Tony, Madman Pondo, and a couple other guys you're probably familiar with. They they enjoy rock and roll music. You know what I'm talking about?
4: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You yeah, know yeah. they they yeah. have that moniker. You know they're hall yeah. of famers. Those those yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah, we were yeah. walking out, and we were we were getting ready. You know we were going to partake in some, you know, a little bit of cannabis or whatever. We were going <laughs> to. Hey, Cash, you ready to do this? And I turned around and I was walking next to Pondo. Pondo got a little bit ahead of me. Somebody said something to me behind me. And as mm. I was walking out the door, all of a sudden, I get smashed. I don't know what it is. All of a sudden, I'm pinned to the fucking ground. I got okay. my gear bag underneath me. I don't know what the fuck it is. Okay? <laughs> and then I hear I hear one of the Hall of Famers yelling, Cash, what are you doing? Get out from under that dumpster. <laughs> oh my I'm God. like, what, what the fuck? And all of a sudden this fucking waste management truck raises this fucking dumpster off my head. I brush myself off. Yes. And I see a fucking the driver look takes one look at me and starts running down the street. Leaves his truck running, Um, parked right here with the dumpster up in the air, and he's running down the street. Oh my god. (laughs) He just left it. (laughs) Yeah, he just left it there. He wasn't. He, I, thought, was, I thought you. He was going to run to check on you, man. <laughs> he he took one. when I stood up out from under the dumpster. He took one look at me and took oh, off running the other way. He
1: was scared. I guess. yeah. Now, that thinks, makes I sense. Just, I just <laughs> killed this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I would check on him. That's what I would it do. Did, did. Yeah. Well, he seen. I guess he got scared because he seen me get up, brush makes myself
0: sense. off. Makes sense. Man. <laughs> I made eye contact with him, and he fucking he took off. He, he does spent smash, two and a half hours. Michael Myers. They just yeah, what the his. fuck? I spent two and a half hours in a car in that parking lot, and that dude never came back and got his truck. That's wow, crazy. I was in the parking lot for two and a half hours. You know, partaking, doing whatever it was in the parking lot. Wow, and that dude never came back and got his truck. Yeah. He left that fucking waste management truck, and you know I tell that story now, and I said, "Man, what could have been? Because I could have been a damn millionaire." Yeah, yeah
1: no, seriously, shit, I don't know those waste management guys. Isn't that like the Sopranos and stuff? Those <laughs> that's some mafia stuff. Yeah, but still, it, it, good point. Around Detroit
2: at that time, they probably were. Yeah, it would have been a great yeah. way. It would have been a great way to start an angle with you and Duke the Dumpster. That'd yes,
4: dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> I did the that job is- to a waste management dumpster, yo. Okay, yeah, uh, uh, okay. Waste- hey, See, I don't know. You know, sold it, so
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, well, well I didn't have a
2: voice to no know yeah. sold
0: it. I had a couple <laughs> of Hall of Famers wanting to blaze out here in the back. <laughs> what, what was I gonna do?
1: Right. I wasn't right.
0: gonna chase the guy. I was ready to. I was ready to do the
2: thing over here. I the most, was- <laughs> what were the, after the dude takes off running and you get up and everything? What is? What are they saying then? Uh, well, all of a sudden,
0: hey, cash.
2: What are you doing over here? Come on, we're trying to smoke. What are you doing over here? <laughs> So they didn't even put over the fact that you got bashed in the head with a fucking dumpster? <laughs> uh, the only one that did was Pondo and he was laughing his ass off. Oh. I thought Pondo was going to
0: die. I thought Pondo was going to die. He's just like, oh my God, what happened?
2: <laughs>
4: I was like, what the
2: hell? Tell everybody, uh, go, time to plug your stuff, whatever you want to plug. Um you know social addresses whatever
0: man look man anybody that wants to follow me you can follow me uh all my social medias are at cashflow wrestler um you can, i got I got my own youtube channel that has a bunch of old matches and new cool. stuff and and movie stuff you know of course my imdb's out there i i dabble in a little bit of acting and cool. anybody out there that has uh an android phone it's only on android right now but I have my own video game on Android.
1: It's called oh. Cashflow's Chop Shop. Dude, <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. I oh didn't my know that. god. Dude, I
2: ain't got no fucking Android, man. Okay,
1: okay. To explain that. Well, though, it will please. be Tell out on it,
2: it will be
0: out on Apple and I.O. soon. Uh, it's just taking a little longer to get it out on
2: Apple. So what's but the? But it, it's really of fun. The game? What's the concept?
0: Um, it, it's it's pretty retro. It's uh, you're trading chops. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. I like it.
0: It has characters. I'm the final boss. You uh, you start out. You're the player. Your name is Charlie Choplin. Um, <laughs> and you're trying to take you're trying to take everybody's money, uh, and you got to get the cash flow, and you got to beat cash flow. You got to trade chops with cash flow. So you're the Mike
1: Tyson of the Mike Tyson's punch out, is what yeah. we're
0: saying. And it's funny you say that because once you see the game, you'll be
2: like, "Wow, I get it, it looks now. like that."
1: that's awesome dude oh my god bro seriously we should have been talking about that
2: (laughs) exactly i wish
1: we would have known that early that's super cool dude yeah
0: check it out it's on play store even if you don't have you know or if you do have an android or whatever Uh, like i said it'll be out on apple soon i just i gotta you know i'm working on getting that taken care of is it
2: a is it a free download or is it a paid
0: game it's 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 a free download. Of course, it does have in-app purchases. You can buy extra money
1: in case somebody whoops your ass too much. Right, right. That's smart. Yeah, I love that, bro. That's awesome, dude. So you're you're now a Netflix star. You've got your own video game. You've been wrestling for, what, 30 years almost now? So, dude, you're... 27, 26, 27 years. Try not to age me too much, Jimmy. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. Sorry. (laughs) We don't want to round up too much there. But anyway, bro... You've had one hell of a career, man. That's awesome, yeah.
0: bro. Well, I, I and honestly, Jimmy, you know, it's it's funny you say that, dude. I hope the best is yet to come. You know what I mean? Oh, I still sure. have at, until my body gives out, dude. I still got it. And, you know, I, I hope the best is yet to come. Yeah,
1: yeah man. Awesome. I think so. I think so.
2: I'm yeah. happy for you, bro. Happy for you.
0: Thank you, Wolfie. I appreciate it, brother.
2: Yeah, and I appreciate you coming on for us here. A little bit of a little bit of last minute, but like we said, we wanted to. uh because we love everybody up there. We uh, wanted to give a an opportunity for somebody to come on and, and plug the show and talk about themselves. And like we said earlier, we got the guy we wanted, and uh, you didn't disappoint, brother. We appreciate it, man. <laughs> Much much
0: love, Wolfie. Much love, man. And
2: y'all don't don't forget to check it out. September
0: thirteenth, this Wednesday.
2: Called wrestlers. It's gonna be good. Yeah, Yeah. we're looking forward to it. So Jimmy, when we come back. Are we coming back with Ask Wolfie D anything?
1: Yeah, you know how it is, man. Ask Wolfie anything, Cash. It's it's always crazy over here, man. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks again, Cash. Great, and no problem, man. Thanks for having me on there, bro. Yeah,
1: all boy. right, brother.
2: You have a good rest of your day, and we appreciate you.
1: Thanks, Cash. All right, brother. I'll talk to y'all soon. Okay, yeah, buddy. man. Good Bye. to talk to you again. All right. <laughs> See Absolutely, Jimmy. Absolutely. All right. DJ, hit the music. All right, we are back with Ask Wolfie D Anything and Wolfie D Man Cash Flow. I knew it was going to be a good episode, man, but honestly, that was yeah. really cool, man. I we got to learn about reality TV, man. That's fun. <laughs> Do we the more we educated? I think so. I think so. I mean, the the thing is, is can you just imagine? I mean, you know, because I, I feel like a lot of those shows that especially the ones that my wife watched, like on um, Bravo and stuff are super scripted, man. They just seem like they're so like or maybe, you know, the people act a little more because they know they're on camera. You know, maybe it's not scripted per se, but maybe it's kind of like a co-opted agreement there. But, man, this Netflix documentary, I'm I'm excited about it because I'm a big fan of that Last Chance You show, you know, yeah. And, I, I think this is going to be cool because this is wrestlers. This is kind of yeah. like last chance wrestlers, you know, and yeah. or or first chance or whatever. You I know? don't know
2: that I've told this, but as far as reality TV, me, Hammerjack and this other dude uh, actually were hired uh, to do. You remember that show uh, about to, my big fat something wedding, but it was a. Oh, it was like the Middle Eastern folks, and they they would party, and the cops would get called all the time. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, 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 I do. Shot. Yeah,
2: but, yeah, uh, yeah. So we were extras, but we we were security, but we couldn't let the the stars of the show know that we were security. We had to act like we were just there at this bar, chilling and hanging out together, drinking. So, because if they found out, they would have flipped out that the producers hired security, but they had to hire security because they were known for getting out of control in in their episodes, right? So, yeah, yeah we, we did that. So, uh, we were actually on that show.
1: <laughs> Dude, okay. Well, that was the exact first question. Dennis Stone on Twitter asks, Wolfie D., were you ever a part of anything like a reality show or did you have, have you ever done anything or had the opportunity to be in anything like that? That's crazy that you just said that. It's, it's crazy.
2: And yeah, it's funny. Cause we've told before, you don't tell me what the questions are ever. Right. Um, but yeah, that one. And then I did, um, Joe Kenta, what was it? Uh, homicide hunter there's an episode called love bites. I think is the name of the episode. Okay. What season it was, but I played a, uh, a bouncer at a bar and yeah. actually had some speaking lines in it. Um, yeah, That was pretty cool. And, um, and then there was another show and I'm actually, I think, cause I don't know that I ever saw this one, but I filmed it, but, um, I was a doorman at like a, Underground card gambling ring, and I was the door guy. <laughs> I didn't have no uh, no speaking in that one, but I think that was on something called Snapped Killer Couples. Possibly, I, I it was it was one of those types of shows. If it was, yeah.
1: Me. They filmed no a lot idea. of those in Knoxville, right? Absolutely. Like, yep. Yeah. Well, what is it with that, man? It's crazy. Like so many people where I'm from in Virginia, it's like two hours away from Knoxville. Yeah. And some people that wanted to try to get in acting, they would go to Knoxville to work on these like true crime reenactment yep. shows. They
2: just, they just happened to do a lot of those in Knoxville, man. Well, that's you know, crazy. Uh, how much you've heard them talk about how much it costs to to do films in like california now and stuff so a lot of the production companies have moved to like georgia and tennessee and
1: louisiana yeah got it yeah dude that's a trip and you've also been of course in your buddy jonathan news video i used to like me before we were facebook friends lamb chop the lamb chop dude Uh, that, that is such a great song man and such a great video really gone tomorrow yeah Dude, it's so trippy that that's called that. And, you know, obviously, we've lost Joe. Every time I hear that song, I get sad, man. Sometimes it'll pop up. Like, if I'm cutting the grass, it'll pop up on the shuffle on my phone. And I'm like, oh, I can't listen to this, man. This, Yeah, because I just think about, dude, it was so cool. And, you know, Lamb Chop, that's what's funny is indie rock, like, a lot of the alternative like indie rock guys love wrestling like Bob Mould from Husker Du actually wrote a little bit for WCW Lamb Chop there's a band called the Mountain Goats obviously Mm -hmm. me I played some indie rock (laughs) but dude we all love wrestling it's crazy I don't know you know you would almost think like because I I hate to say it but like some of the alternative or like indie rock guys are a little bit what you would call snooty kind of hipster but they love wrestling man I mean Josephus actually turned the stadium in, into <laughs> a place where hipsters came, like, yeah, you know, they, yeah. they would go to watch the wrestling, and then they would go to the bars, you know, and yeah. over in East Nashville, and dude, I just think it's, eh. but anyway, long story short, you getting into have you have you ever tried to push that further as far as getting more acting uh, gigs?
2: I wanted to always do stunt work, man, but <laughs> that, that was something where you would have to, at the time when I wanted to pursue it, California, you have to go to California. Yeah. 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 To a school, you know, unless you're the the rock or stone cold, you know, (laughs) right. You know, you can do your own stunts
1: and everything. Right. And even they get stunt guys, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's funny that, you know, I mean, I could have seen you doing some stunts for Stone Cold. Why not, man? But, right. you know, the funny thing is too, is like, I could actually see you, you have the personality, you could do something that could actually, you know, I could see you doing some character work and stuff for sure. You know, just well, depends on.
2: And also, um, I was going to be on season two of Heels, uh, yeah. Luke- me a spot and then right uh, last minute the budget cut i don't know if that's just a movie term to (laughs) we just cut your scene right i don't know but yeah Yeah. that's what it was about they cut the scene that i was gonna be
1: yeah like the script gets trimmed down and they're like okay we for time yeah. we've got to cut this scene out because right. it just we can tell the story in a different. you know how it is in wrestling man yeah. things will happen and then you get there and they're scrapped because they don't have time or somebody went too long in a match and you got to right. cut yours down and stuff but yeah anyway well that's cool man it's so crazy like i said i saved some questions to time it with with shows and stuff. But anyway, that was funny that you started to go into that before I even <sighs> asked the question. So we promise I don't even send him the questions. But nope. anyway, all right. The second question we've got today, and this guy is one of our YouTube listeners, Bargain Hunter2404, which, by the way, we are starting to do this thing now that I'm releasing. You know, we don't put all of our episodes on YouTube. So what I'm doing now is every Saturday, at least for the the rest of this year, we are going to be releasing shows from the archives. Some will be brand new. Some will be the very early stages. And I just am picking some of the better shows, and we're going to put them on YouTube. Every Saturday morning, you can go on YouTube and listen to a new show. So if you subscribe. haven't... Yeah, if you haven't, well, if you haven't heard them all and you prefer to listen on YouTube, go to YouTube, subscribe, follow, which it's funny. I don't know how you're hearing this (laughs) and you're, you're, Never heard the shows. But anyway, (laughs) tell somebody if they only listen to shows on YouTube, they can go to YouTube now and hear our older shows. And sometimes I'll even drop a newer episode too, just depending on where, how it lands in the downloads before that. Okay. So go check our YouTube out at Live Wolfie D. We're, we're putting new stuff on there all the time. So anyway, this one actually came from their bargain hunter 2404 from YouTube. And this one is kind of half a question, but also kind of, you know, part of a story too. So you may not know this, but you wrestled at a cockfighting arena in Manchester, Kentucky. I do. This know. was f- this. You do know that, yeah. <laughs> this was for SCW. The arena was the Phil Young Riverside Club. It was up on a big hill. And yep. before you go up the hill, you cross a river. You wrestled yep. a guy named Jamie 2 Cool Stone. Yeah, Bill Dundee came in and Billy Travis wrestled him also on other shows. Do you remember this place? It's actually on YouTube. Before the wrestling started showing, there, it was a cockfighting arena for years. After yep. the wrestling stopped showing there, it was opened back up several times times as a chicken fighting arena and was one of the biggest cockfighting pits. He loves saying (laughs) cockfighting in the country until about three years ago. It is closed for good. Now the owner of it was busted on a federal case aiding along with several other pit owners in nearby counties. The match is Wolfie D versus Jamie to cool stone. Look it up. Anyway, you get what i mean but yeah I,
2: cockfighting, I i've caught
1: fighting story before cockfighting, some
2: of the, yeah. the places <laughs> the places that we would end up at man yeah. some of the places that would run and i remember yeah it was a cockfighting arena and when they say cross a river that part i remember crossing over a, a, a creek but the it was like on a gravel road and then it was like I almost feel like it was just a piece of wood thrown across fucking <laughs> water. You know, I don't remember like an actual bridge bridge, but I mean, obviously we drove a car over
1: it. Not a I drug think. bridge either. Not right? a drug
2: bridge. No. Yeah. A yeah. little Bitty, uh, wooden type thing. But yeah, uh so yeah, it was up a hill, big red barn looking thing, and it was a it was a cockfighting arena. I remember that. Dude,
1: that have movie. you have you ever have you ever seen cockfighting? You've been in Mexico. I don't know if you ever get to see
2: it. <laughs> no, never seen it live, unfortunately. Bro,
1: okay. I was ten years <laughs> old. You too. Yeah. yeah, I was ten years old. My brother was eight years old. And I'm guessing, maybe I was eleven, he was nine, whatever. You get the point. Very young, okay? And my cousin who was into some criminal activities back in the day, he actually had a rooster that he would fight local guys. And this is in the back Hills of Southwest Virginia, Southwest Virginia, not Mm. Southwest Virginia. You get what I'm saying? The Southwestern part of Virginia anyway back hills Appalachia hillbilly stuff man and Mm -hmm. we were growing up and I remember my other cousin who we would stay with he was a big wrestling fan too he was like hey uh, you know our cousin he's got a he's got a rooster he's gonna fight tonight with this guy and we were like what and we go and they're in this little like barn type area obviously and there's probably like probably like 30 40 people there they were bet i remember money liquor and we were like 10 and nine eight years old and dude it was crazy because i mean it was moonshine probably is what it was but anyway there was these two roosters and they went at it man and it was just feathers flying blood everywhere dude it was a trip and we weren't considered like city kids compared to where we were. You know, oh, we, went, yeah. we went to the Hills for the summer, but we would yeah. come back to the city or town or whatever. And dude, it was a trip for us, man. We were like, what the heck did we just watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that's some crazy stuff. I don't know about why but I've seen clips of it on YouTube.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But well, that's yeah. amazing that uh, they're saying that it shut down just three years ago. <laughs> right. I
1: know. I, know. I mean, has it been PETA it has just not been paying attention or something? You know, well, what I'm, I'm mean? telling you, it's not easy to find. So. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, and that leads us to this third question, which actually is perfect since we're coming out of that question is Jeff Jefferson from Instagram asked this question. He says, what is the craziest place you've ever wrestled in?
2: Okay, so yeah, as far as uh, I mean, that's a pretty crazy one, of, you know, a cockfighting arena. I don't know that everybody's <laughs> been one of those before. Uh, and But then also, what we talked about earlier, man, the juggalo thing was crazy, man. I mean, you got these acres of people just hammered out of their minds and, and walk around naked with clown faces. and Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty trippy thing, man, You're going to the ring that time of night and yeah, I swear to God, every wrestler on the planet was booked, and that was the same night that Tia Tequila got uh, right. The fans started throwing rocks and shit at her or something. Yeah,
1: that's crazy, dude. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so
2: that that might have to be it, man. I mean, I can't think of a. You know, I've heard uh, some guys that wrestled in Memphis. You know, they would wrestle at the prisons and stuff. I've never done that.
1: Right, okay, okay.
2: And and don't think I'd want to, not because I'm scared. I'd just be afraid they'd keep me. Yeah. (laughs) That's like a nightmare. um, Right. Nightmares.
1: No, Uh, you're not going anywhere, buddy. We know who you are. (laughs) We just looked you up. Yeah. (laughs) Or they just mistake you for an inmate. That would be horrible.
2: People are in prison for shit they didn't do, bro. A lot of them. Yeah. That's a fucking... Can you imagine... Oh, going bro. to prison for something you didn't fucking do, like straight
1: up, you didn't fucking do it. Wow. I mean, and, and how you could be like calm and try to deal with it because the more you would escalate it, the worse it would be. <laughs> oh, you yeah. Know? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That just it. seems like a weird, horrible punishment that it's just like, <laughs> oh. is this like a, is this, are, are you telling me something, God? You know, like, yeah. Seriously. And it's true. It happens every day. And you guarantee... I don't know what the percentage is, but I guarantee there's a good, small... I mean, maybe not a large percentage, but yeah. a good percentage of people in there for no reason. You
2: yeah. Know? And you and know and I, I have a the feeling there's people on this planet that being put in a juggalo uh, event like that would be the same sort of nightmare. You know? <laughs> yeah. you go yeah. You Take some uh, good Christian folk that ain't been out of fucking Somerset or something like that and plant them in the middle of that shit. Um, They would think
1: they're in hell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What is this? I mean, from what I understand, and I watch a little of those documentaries that people, you know, they make footage from when they go to those. They seem like decent enough people to where they're, you know, but you you know what is it they say there's like a percentage like one in so many people are psychopaths you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like so you got to say well there's probably what several thousand people here <laughs> 10,000 whatever you know I remember, but i don't know what the numbers were but it was a lot yeah it's a lot of people and they are having fun and <laughs> you know whoop whoop and all that but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Anyway, well that's you know that's all the questions I got for today on ask wolfie D anything. So, yeah,
2: good questions. Uh hopefully I gave you some good answers. But yeah. appreciate uh OVW al snow cash flow. Look at me go.
1: Yeah. Dang, just awful. trash flash and slash. <laughs> <laughs> you are back to your, your rapping days. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. It's in my blood. No,
2: uh, but, We appreciate you guys listening uh, as usual. And if uh, everything goes as planned next week, we're probably going to keep rhyming. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) we'll see. Tune in next week, guys. Thank you.
1: And now a word from our sponsor.
5: Don't forget to tune in every week to Jablonski's Pissed Off on the Mike Jablonski's Pissed Off YouTube channel. There's a bomb in this sport. He's going to
2: tell you all about it. He doesn't care what you think. You're going to hear all about it. Mike Jablonski. It's a pissed off. Mike Jablonski. He's a pissed off. Mike Jablonski. He's a pissed, off. Mike Jablonski. He's a pissed
5: off. He pissed off.
3: that was another great episode hey wolfie tell them where they can find you on social media jimmy they can find me in the club bottle full of bub i'm just kidding Uh, They can find me on Facebook. Uh, My personal page is Warren Wolf, W-O-L-F-E. I'm on Instagram, at WarrenWolf13. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at D. Here's the thing. Wolfie always has offers for his autograph photos. He has a selection of some awesome photos from throughout his career that he will autograph and personalize any way that you want him to. Just contact him either directly at his personal Facebook page or through any one of our other pages, and we'll make sure you get in contact directly with Wolfie. Get those photos, right, Wolfie? Yeah, I've got some good stuff on there, you know, to help with the podcast. Folks, if you can't get out to a show to meet Wolfie D, there's nothing like that, especially for the fans of PG-13 and Wolfie D. And before we go, you can always find me, your host, Jimmy Street, at James Rock Street on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And hey, Jimmy, before we go real quick, I just want to add in there, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate first of all, the work you've done for this podcast. You have worked your butt off. Second, the people that are liking the page beyond that even more is the people that are listening and we really appreciate that yeah and remember guys the podcast drops a new episode every monday at noon and our past episodes are streaming now on demand on all major podcast formats thanks again i got a cap for, for you don't i got a cat for
5: you don't i got a cat for you don't you you don't you you
4: don't
5: and here we go. The original white boy that came out sagging, not bragging, don't be hating cause I'm spitting the truth. Still lobbing in color, don't rush your mother. Utilize a hubcap, unlike any other, other. back in the day. I was NOD and I was P to the G plus the one and the three. In case you forgot, they call me Wolfie D. Been cloned and copied so many times. Tired of is taking credit for what is mine. You know who you are without me name dropping. Restless first white boy coming out hip hop. Been doing it like this since 92. Late low for a while and you thought I was through. Listen real quick. I this shit's so sick it makes your ears get infected. Bad skills, no faking that. There's no one because 'cause I'm bringing more force and over the Not here to play games, so you better beware. You don't you like me, mean, so what? I really don't care. Every like time I keep ticking and I can't be stopped. You step a step to the side unless you wanna get dropped. With my finish, I'll straight knock you out. Please allow me to tell you what it's all about. I'm gonna wind it up, then I'm driving it home. It's we do, baby. Huh? I got a cap for your dome. We you got a cap for your dome. We you got a cap for your dome. We you got,
4: you got a cap for your dome.
1: This has been a James Rock Street production.